This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hahn, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. With me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right. We made it again. So we really had to rack our brains for a yeah. topic here because we just got done recording like three hours of video. Yeah. And, and also we, you know, have talked about so much on this podcast. That's yeah. kind of hard at a certain point. You're like, man, did we do that? And then, and then we then, look it up. And we yeah, sure enough. <laughs> so if you guys have some Show topic up. ideas for you, or if we haven't hit a topic idea that you sent us, I swear there are a bunch of topic ideas that we've gotten that uh, we've missed. And right now we just look through all of our emails and everything, and, and I can't or find these topics. if, if you uh, were trying <clears throat> to hear a topic that we did a long time ago that sounded like dirt, <laughs> and you want to yeah back actually, in the old bed recorded yeah, days if you actually want to hear us talk about it uh, more coherently and on better equipment yeah that would be fine as well. yeah so we could relive some old podcasts yeah absolutely glory days or if you want um an updated version or yeah. further detail on something um send it to us yeah. because i think our brains are just especially today after right like i think yeah. we were at the dojo for like six hours Five hours? I don't know. We were there a long time recording <laughs> a lot of videos. So. But we did come up with some sort of loose theme Loose idea. For the episode that we'll riff on. This is what people love about our podcast, I feel like. Riffing? Don't, our riffing? The riff where we just... Where we just kind of... We just open it up. <laughs> see what happens. can open her up. Just like uh. Trump. All right. So. <clears throat> what, what, what? Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I think we're talking about um, the transition of Aikido from origin to now, and and we're not like we're not trying to hit a historical overview. It's not at all what we're trying to do. We're just gonna kind of talk about like what Aikido was, how it moved, and then what it is now, and and how responsible students should feel to its past incarnations versus its present or incarnations. Well, and maybe uh, even do a little bit of future seeing, future telling. As to what Aikido uh, might be might in the be. future. Yeah. What it could be. I think the first thing that we got Might gotta... be nothing if you don't play <laughs> yeah, cards right. I mean... Might, might be I a remembering. <laughs> yeah. A remembering, a remembering, by the way. A remembering, guys. Nice. Um, I think we do need to do a little bit of a disclaimer because I think that, especially if you are newer to Aikido or you haven't really <clears> looked much into the history, which that's a lot of us because a lot of us are just, you know, mostly here to train and, and that's, we want to do it today and not worry about whatever was in the past. Um, if you don't have much familiarity, like you might think that the history of Aikido is very linear or just, I mean, I think people have this, this idea about history in general, which is that like... Um, it was this thing and then it changed to this thing and it's very straightforward and this person passed it to this person and and everyone was on the same page and like that is not the case at all with anything with anything with aikido for sure and and even though it was fairly recent you know within the last century that aikido developed and came uh, came into being like there are a lot of different snapshots, kinds of Aikido from different snapshots in time and different uh, tellings of how things went in the early years and um, different stories of how Ueshiba came to be who he was and, and how he created Aikido and stuff like that. So so if you have a differing history that you know or um, that you've been told, like that doesn't mean that there's no 
value to those different versions. You know what I mean? Like, because different people have the, their different ways of telling sure. this, the story or met the guy at a different point in his life. So my point's just that, like, um, there's a lot to sift through. Yeah, there's a ton to sift through. And that doesn't mean that we find the absolute fact and then everything else is bullshit. Like, I don't think that that's how that works. I think I think what Aikido people should be particularly careful about, and, and this includes this podcast for sure, um, don't get all your information from one source and say like, oh, that person really knows. So no, that is right. that is the history. And, you know, you, you can say like, oh, that person, I, I, I trust their opinion or I think they're good and they, they – um, you know, research things well, and so I, I mostly trust them. But but don't think that any one source is, is going to lead you to the truth. And, and it doesn't matter how good the single historian is, um, they there's lots of flaws in the way they look at it, you know? And so a lot of times I see this online where it's like, oh, consult, you know, Professor X because he really knows everything about Aikido, and so whatever he says is the truth. And it's like the truth is if you read the stuff yourself – People at the time who were all students of Yoshiba at the same time will come out with different stories about what was going on. So it's like it doesn't matter how good the historian is. The truth of the matter is lots of people had lots of different opinions about what was going on. When we had this um, in our conversation with uh, Lisa Klein about uh, her sensei, you know, about the book that she was writing is that when she was trying to Which track is out, down, by the way, on Amazon. You can find it. Yeah, you should definitely do that. That's a good um, quarantine uh, activity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, she was saying how when she was tracking down her teacher's story that like there were so many different versions and different people that knew him in different ways. And it's like same guy, but different stories, different sides to the personality, different. Um, you got to realize, too, that like, you know, even between two people, um, there's two different stories between two people. And 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 when you have different um, students of this master, they all were at different points in their lives. And so they were all getting different things out of their training. And so one person may say, oh, he focused so much on techniques. Um, maybe it was the person themselves who was looking for techniques. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and that's not to say that there's a right <laughs> or wrong interpretation there, but it's like there's just a lot of facets of that interaction and of that history not to mention there's also um, a language barrier and a time barrier and you know so it's like when you see even writings it's a translation of a language that has changed in a hundred years and oh, yeah. there's a lot that goes on there oh, yeah yeah so that said there's there's lots of possible and and valid interpretations of what happened but but i think we need to kind of talk about not not really so much the history but what the history maybe means to us. Um, and there's some stuff I've seen. It's been last few years. There's been a lot of this kind of stuff where um, some people are kind of the opinion that like Yuishiba didn't change uh, Aikido at all from Daitoryu. Um, and, you know, so Daitoryu is um, arguably, but not, not all that arguably, uh, the a parent martial art to Aikido, a parent martial art to Aikido. Um, and there are lots of similarities in the syllabus. Um, and definitely Yueshiba studied it and it was a huge influence on him. So so that's all really true stuff. Um, and lots of people argue that, you know, he really didn't change the syllabus. So if you look at um, Budo Rinshu, like uh, the first training manual that came from the Kobukon, um, the, the techniques are pretty similar to um, the techniques you'll find in Daitoryu. So, um, and, you know, people have put together collages of video clips of him showing, you know, him doing techniques, you know, in the 30s and him doing techniques in the 650s, 50s. 50s. Um, and um, 
showing how he was doing basically the same techniques. And so there's a, there's a, an interesting argument there. Showing that he didn't change from, from Right, the, that he didn't change years. the techniques, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, so there's an interesting argument in there about that. Um, but I, I think it, it's a really, like, uh, two-dimensional kind of argument um, because whether he ever changed, you know, whether he himself ever changed – Aikido as a martial art was taken on by people outside of Ueshiba, you know, somewhere in the 50s is when that started happening. And it became its own thing independent of him. Right. It's like um, a lot of people tend to be of the idea that like Ueshiba is Aikido. Like that, that like the only thing that's quote unquote like valid Aikido was stuff that came directly from him or that stuff that he did. So there's like a lot of people that'll be like, look, here's Ueshiba doing this thing, whatever it is, a picture of or a video or something and being like, that's Aikido. Um, and, 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 or, um, saying that anything that you, that he didn't do is not Aikido. And it's an interesting way to look at that because, um, he's just one person and, and Aikido was passed to other people from him and and um it changed after it was came out of him after it it, it separated from him and it became its own thing it uh, we've talked about the zeitgeist before and it, it it grew on it was a tree that he planted maybe but right. it now grew past and beyond him and so like so let's talk about this uh there is a uh sword school uh that uh we've trained uh some fencing and different stuff with who uh can trace their pedagogy or whatever pedagogy 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 thank you uh you know back whatever 800 years or however you know however long it's some crazy right like whatever back to the the very first um essentially saying what they are doing now is a like is the same thing that they that they were doing there like exactly the same right i mean that's the the take that i get from it right i mean yes and no like i mean that's like i think i think that's a a real basic way to look at it and 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 i could answer yes on that but i mean i don't think they're exactly saying that i think what they're saying is there is an un um, interrupted lineage that went from one person to another right, all the way to the right, right. and yeah. there has been an evolution in their system as that's happened of course because people get new information and new right. ideas but that that is the natural growth of it you know like it coming from one person and handed master to master to master so uh looking at that um and that's just one school within this specific type of it's um, italian swordsmanship yeah. swordsmanship how does that sort of relate? How w- would Aikido relate to that? Because it doesn't seem like it's the same. Like we, even if you did have a student maybe who traced the lineage, it, it doesn't seem the same, at least for me and my thinking about it. So it's 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 it, it's it's hard to say because I believe that 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 school we're talking about basic Italian swordsmanship. Um, it always had the same goal, well, more or less had the same goal, which is to be good at dueling. Right. And like, and so it's clear. And to also teach, yeah, teach people to. Sure, be good at teach, dueling. Teach, like, teach, you right. know, the whole thing's around being good at dueling. And and so, like, that's one really clear, like, I don't think anyone in that lineage was confused about what they were learning. Now, there was a time in that lineage where they were most interested in teaching military 
Um, in fact, there's a big, lots of trouble happened with it where um, a lot of the different masters from that school were vying to teach the main idea to the Italian military for swordsmanship. So you could argue that like, oh, well, some, some military stuff came in there that was a little different than pure dueling, but it was still basically proven in the duel, right? So like yeah, what the yeah, what yeah. the military wanted was a dueling system, right? Right, yeah. So that's different because even though all of them had different little concepts of what was more important, you know, whether timing was more important or distancing or whatever was more important. They all knew that their end goal was to win a duel, right? Mm -hmm. And so because of that, they can all borrow on each other and talk about each other and, 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 and narrow in on it for the whole, you know, so there might be five masters who legitimately can claim to be the master of that system and, and the lineage holder or whatever, you know, and, and I don't, I don't know enough of the specifics, but, um, right. but you know, they could maybe all claim that. And, but it's like, they're all going to produce work. And then the next generation of masters is basically going to look at that collective work and produce the next series of work, you know? So right. generationally, it's like, here's a body of work. Okay. We like this idea and this idea and this is valid for this reason and now here's the new work based on that and that's the way it evolves you know in aikido it's a lot harder because we don't really know what the context is and and i feel like until very recently we didn't even really realize there were multiple there, contexts or that there were yeah that there was a problem that we were having a problem in the in in the art that we didn't realize was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I until think until it got pointed out to us. That's legit stuff. And so, because that, there's so much confusion about what the heck it is we're trying to do in Aikido. Then it's like, you know, we have and and also the number of masters is huge. You know, so it's like, you know, I mean, there may be like I don't know, 40, 50 people who could legitimate who taught lineage. I'm not just talking about people who you know uh, attained a high level with Yuichiba as a teacher, but you know, people who taught a system out of that um there's maybe 40 people who like could legitimately say they are the master of aikido and then there are not enough people who are looking at the works of all of those people and 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 synthesizing that into the new generation of material right mm -hmm. and so because of that it's like we're real splintered and, and icky in lots right. of ways you it know it seems like there's to... offshoots right instead of being a straight sort of line from beginning to end. And so in some ways, it's like whenever you're talking about, uh, you know, let's say at the end, it's like, yeah, but what, that you, you can't, unless you can get a direct shot there, it doesn't matter. And everyone has a sort of, uh, you know, splintering way of getting from him to where they are. Right. Right. When when you move something forward, like, so let's, let's say we're talking about, like, um, the evolution of uh, modern American football, right? Okay, like the sport. Oh, yeah. So basically what happens is uh, every generation, there's a bunch of smart people who are into that thing, and they work on it, and they have successes. And then based on those successes, the next generation will study those different coaches and, you know, and teams and why they had the strategy they had that were successful. And then a new set of, of synthesis will happen from that old work. And like no one's being overly biased. So for example, no one goes Pittsburgh Steelers, well, other than fans, fans do this, but, right. but coaches and stuff, they don't just go Pittsburgh Steelers are the only people I ever want to look at. Now they might go, their kind of game is the kind of game I want to run, or um, they have players that were like my players, or they, they might say things or like that. And they so, win all the time for some reason that I don't understand. Right. Like something right. Like right. Well, so they might favor them for some reason, but that doesn't mean that that's all they're going to look at. They're not going to like, 
they're not fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers necessarily. I mean, they might be, right. but they're fans of football and they want to produce more football. And because they have the weight of producing something, they're going to take from every resource they can to make the best synthesis they possibly can, right? Mm-hmm. A fan doesn't do that, of course. A right, fan just right, says, yeah. like, you know, I like Joe Montana and that's all I care about, you know? Like, so that's my man. And right. so he's the best quarterback that there ever was. And, like, you know, screw everybody but the 49ers. And that was, you know, like, that's the kind of stuff they do. And so Aikido has a lot more fans than it has people who are, are really, like, looking at a whole body of work and producing a new body of work. So what I mean by that is even those who are producing their own schools tend to really, or at least in the past, have really tend to stick to one lineage and say, that lineage is right. Right. And, and a lot of that's because there's a lot of vying for, like, who was right for a long time, you know? After Osensei died, you know, like... Yoshin Khan saying they're right, uh, Iwama saying they're right, uh, uh, Kai saying they're right, all these organizations saying, no, we're right, don't look at those other guys, don't give them money, don't pay attention to them, like, they're wrong. And so because of that, it stunted all of our yeah. uh, understanding. So it's like, this is really difficult to think and talk about, but like, so it was like each student of Ueshiba saw him at a different point. Uh, the emphasis was on a different thing maybe for them as a student and for him as a teacher at the moment that they were with him. And so each of those students then went and emphasized something in their training that, that they got that they thought was important. But it was each was a piece of the puzzle that was important to them at that moment. But then that for them becomes the whole system, the whole Aikido. Right. And so like, yeah so what you're saying is like when you just have people following that only that line only you know i'm only going to study this style from this person i'm you are um losing the larger picture of of the the world of aikido right right and that like we need a weakens graph us. i feel like we need a graph yeah i know i feel like we need a venn a, diagram a or a, yeah. for people to see yeah um it's just like If we're all going to call ourselves Aikido, and maybe this is what that all that argument is about, and maybe those people don't want everyone to call everyone Aikido, but like if we're all going to be a community together, then there has to be um, interaction and talking and yes. mixing. Yes, and, yes, yes. Um, and I and people should should be able to 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 learn from all of those styles, and then once again teach what they want to teach, but then their students go to multiple people. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, that it keeps mixing, keeps mixing. The gene pool keeps. Um, producing yes you know yes and i mean i think we're at an awesome time right now because i think the giant or aikido organizations are dying um meaning that like you know it's it's fading away from like you know what does this one line say and that must be what we follow to like "Mm, what do you think you know and and we're, we're kind of talking to each other a little more now and so because of that i think there's a lot more um we're finding our similarities and our differences you know mm-hmm there's another problem with that. So, I mean, I think this is, I don't know, this conversation can go wherever, but there's another problem with that, which is because we're unclear as a whole as to what our context is, what's the objective of our martial art, we can't really tell who's got the best results. Yes. Right. right. Yeah, no, I think that's, to me, that's what it gets back to. It's like, um, so what is the thing that we're doing? And I don't think there's... there's still questions about that from even from the people like if you follow the the lineage like the they were asking that question yes so it was never spelled out in the beginning for anyone or if it was they somehow it got lost because 
we don't have it now. Right. You know, like we don't have, even for us, you know, I feel like our school, we, we do have it that a, we, but we have spelled it out for ourselves. Right. Yes. We have been, yes. It's internally. Know, it came right. internally. Um, and so it very well could be wrong. Like, sure. I mean, absolutely. I feel like it is correct for me and, and what we're doing, but it very well could be wrong. And so that's, that is a problem, you know, because it's like, well, we, I, I don't, can, can we trace, like we personally in our school trace it all the way back and say, yeah, um, you know, we're doing, we're doing this thing that he was doing. I mean, I think we could probably And it argue, is you know. that really important? Like, so. Right. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. So as question. far as doing what he's doing, how important is that? And, and you know, arguably yeah. not very important. And, and here's why I say it's not very important because. We could just watch, so he has, um, uh, people will argue this, but he really has two two manuscripts you can look at, um, which is Budo Rinshu, um, which is, you know, a bunch of diagrams, and that was a training manual that came from, from the Kobukon. And then he has um, uh, Budo, which is um, a training manual he made for some, some royal member, uh, some member of the royal family in Japan or something. Anyways, so I can't remember the guy's name. <clears throat> Anyways, but so those we have those two manuals. Now, if we really cared about what Yoshiba did and only about what Yoshiba did, then everyone would just study that manual, right. those manuals, that and say that's it. Now, the problems we start to run into is teachers say that's not really what we were doing. Like when we trained in class with him, uh-huh. we weren't really doing that. And so, and then you get historians saying, like, well, there was no work to prove otherwise, right. so that must be all that you were doing. And then you get other people saying, like, no, I never, I never did those techniques ever in my life. I did a whole other set of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you have that problem. So if you're worried about strictly following Yuishiba, we're all fucking it up because right. we should just do those things. Now, why should we do those things? You know, I mean, so that's, yeah. a, that's another thing, too, is, like, well, what is it we're trying to Not to mention, and I think this is an issue probably in lots of different things, trying to suss out what happened in history or what really, you know, quote, unquote, what really happened. What's the truth? Um we have quotes from Ueshiba saying that it's not about the techniques that I'm doing. Yes. It's not about that. And so that really further complicates that issue because um, even if you have people saying, right. these are the techniques that we did and the, and the books say, well, no, these are the techniques. Ueshiba himself it's said, not it's not about the techniques. Right. And so it, that just further kind of so murkies that waters, you know, right. it's like, right. okay, well, if it's not, if, if they're arguing about the techniques and then Ueshiba says, no, it's not about the techniques. Then what is it about? What, were they practicing in class, um, or what, what was he trying to have them get at with those techniques? Right, and there, right. there's just to, com- it's confusing to me. When you want to figure out why why you're studying the art, you you need to ask what was the original reason I entered the art, and then what has kept me in the art. And those two reasons are the reason you do the art, you know. And so the the reasons I entered the art was there was a different way to handle conflict. That was awesome. That's what I heard, you know, and, and, you know, in the beginning, I definitely made some crazy shit out of that, but like, that's why I entered the art. And that's what a lot of people told you. They're like, Hey, come do Aikido. It's we're different. Over right. Here. Right. Doing something different. I stuck with the art for two reasons. One is I liked the community and the kind of practice. And two is that I found that to be true. The original reason I entered the art. So those two reasons are why I do the art. So to me, the art's much less about Yuishiba than it is about what the community that I heard anyways said Aikido was about. And and that's the reason I do Aikido. And, and it's like, oh, those sound like good reasons, you know? Right. Well, and 
I, like I said, I don't know how to phrase this, but like it's Aikido is a living art. So yes. like the thing that is all of the, the collection of all of the students and teachers and dojos currently doing Aikido is Aikido. So there's no one um, one right way or there's no, you know, so it's like it's got to be an amalgam of everything that people are currently doing. Now that could have that amalgam could have changed, you know that that scatter plot graph sure. could have moved. Um, it's changing right now. I mean, right, it's honestly right, changing right. hugely right now. Um, but to me, especially like when we're talking about what it is and what it's about and what are the common ideas and trying to get a sense of like what is Aikido up to, like looking at the past is important to understand. Like where did we come from? What's like, the seed? What's the seed? What you know? Who grew this? Who who you know? What era did it start in? Um, but at the end of the day, we're doing something that's happening right now. And so whatever it is right now is what it is. That's right. And that's like kind of weird circular reasoning, but yeah. like you, you can't make it into something that it was in the past, but it isn't now. Right. Um, you have to realize like that it, it came, it, it came out of a specific time and it is what we think it is because of that. So, uh, you know, we were talking uh, to earlier today, was it about boxing and self defense, or it was yeah, about yeah, yeah, what, what, just the, the birth of self defense right. and, and bravado fighting um, and, and bravado, right? And and the and Aikido was came kind of like sure, yeah, it was growing that, in that time, in that time where um, there was this weirdness about what it was that you were studying. Um, was it bravado fighting? Was it self defense? Are they the same thing? Right. Can you you know? Right. And so that would have been a change, I think. From it was coming up in, I guess, the Western world at that time. Well, and the whole world was getting Westernized uh, around that time, so which would have been a change from the original intent, which was self defense. And I'm sure that at the like, they were clear about what that meant. man i don't even know if they were you clear know. i mean so and this is uh, i mean this is uh, definitely i've been thinking more and more about writing an article on this but like yeah i think it's really hard to understand what was going on like miji restoration in japan and 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 while that stuff was going on there were also a lot of changes in the the western world as well um and so like people started to have the ability to hang out and, and that doesn't say, that sounds like nothing to us right, now but, because right. that's our lives. But, you know, the word lifestyle was invented around this right, time right. because it's like no one had a lifestyle before. Right. They just had a they, life. Right. And, they had work. And, right. And there was no way to yeah. stylize your life. Well, if you, you know, were a peasant, you were a peasant. And if you're rich, you were rich. And that was what you did, you know. And so um, le leisure time came up and, and the ability to, like, think about things like, whoa, I'm not a soldier. But I would like to defend myself if someone attacked me and tried to steal my money. What what would that be like, you know? Um, and and like, oh, I would enjoy participating in some sport. Like, um, I wonder what kind of sport I could participate in. And so, like, it's not that these ideas didn't exist before, but the fact that so many people started to be interested in them, right? Yeah, yeah. It made this big mess of stuff. And so, like, what we think of, like, you know, so I think people think, oh, self defense is this real codified, simple thing. It's a mess, not, man. It is not. It's it's more refined now than it's ever been, and it, it's been a mess for a long, long time. And so, like you know, what self defense used to be was maybe either you had some brothers who beat the shit out of you, and and you learned to like scrap from that, or or you got in fights when you were young, and you learned to scrap from that, or you were a soldier for a few years, 
probably not, but maybe, and that, or you had a military family member or something who taught you a couple things, right? That, that was what self-defense was. It wasn't like this codified, like casual person learning to defend themselves, you know? And then the idea of bravado fighting. So if you don't know what that is, like, it's what I call like, um, like two people fighting over breeding rights or social status, you know? So it's like, you know, like I want to have sex with her. No, I do. And the we fight or like, oh no, I'm the coolest dude in town. So everybody's got to think I'm the coolest dude. No, you're not. I am. And they fight. Right. And, and that's to, to increase social pecking order or some shit. So that stuff also used to just consist of the biggest, toughest guy in town was the winner of that. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, I've got leisure time so I can lift weights right. and I can I study jujitsu. Oh, well, then I will now be the toughest guy in town. Mm-hmm. And so bravado fighting came up and there's this vying for the public's attention of what's important. And there had to be a vying of attention because the people who could teach that could no longer do their previous jobs. So meaning, right. you know, if you learned old pre-Miji war stuff, then you had no job anymore right. because now we're no, using right. fucking guns and cannons right. and blowing right. the shit out of stuff. So that the old stuff you learned is useless. And so the only hope you have is to grab the attention of the public and go like, hey, I can teach you how to beat up your neighbor if he gives you trouble. Right. Or I can teach you to defend yourself, you know, at your local business. And so like that stuff's going on. And like, you know, we think now like, oh, of course there were these samurai in, in you know, in, in, uh, you know, 1721, if I wanted to uh, learn these things, I could. It's like, no, you were planting rice all fucking day. You, right, you right. weren't you no wanting time. to learn this right, stuff, right. you know? Right. You had no time. Yeah, you had no... So, so that whole, all that really adds a lot of confusion to what's going on. And people go like, oh, you know, like, well, we've always been doing, no, we haven't. Like there were soldiers doing some shit. Um, and the idea of like a codified system of self-defense, like just, or even the word self-defense, like probably didn't exist. Like it was like, like you said, like, oh, I just kind of got into scraps and then I figure out how to do some stuff that that kept me from getting killed. You know? As far as I know, that word like that um, really just started appearing when leisure time appeared because that was the idea like, oh, you know, teach uh, young men and, and, and women to defend themselves with, you know, clever arts, you know, like that was, that was the idea, you know, with mystical arts from (laughs) Asia, right? From the East. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, you know, it's just, a, it's a giant mess. And so because that mess was going on, I don't know if Kano, you know, so I think Kano, who I think was the cleverest, Kano, the yeah, founder, of Kano, Judo. founder of Judo, um, was the cleverest of those guys in the fact that I think he really quickly said, Hey, look, we can just make this a sport. People like sport. And then when they do sport, they'll become better people and become stronger and more capable. And that'll be hot. And I'll impress people with sport. And I'm going to hire the, the best, toughest guys and teach them what I do. And then they're going to win at these competitions. And then, or I'm going to recruit the guys who win at these competitions. And then we're going to make this little group and it's going to be awesome. And I think he was, he really thought out what he was doing. And you can see that because judo's still hugely successful in the world today. Olympic yeah. sport, you know, great. I don't know if it's an Olympic sport now, actually. But, but you know, doing, do, doing well. There was some stuff about that. I don't know if it oh. happened not. But anyways, so judo done really well and because he really thought it out. But I think a lot of people were like, mm, is this to teach merchants to defend their store? Or is this to teach young people to be strong? Or is this to teach future soldiers? Or is it, you know, it's confusing as to what it is we're talking about. And I, I think people are still confused today. Right. You know, like yeah. people say what self-defense is. I hear people's definition of self-defense. And I'm like, I don't think that's self-defense right. at all. Yeah. You know, like. I just, I think that if you haven't put a super lot of thought into it, like it's just fighting stuff. 
everything just comes down to fighting right, stuff. Right, right. Like it all just one big pot and they stir it around and it's fighting stuff. And that is whatever whatever that particular person talking about the stuff Whatever experiences they've had where they've maybe had a a violent situation they've been in, whether it's, you know, a fight or self-defense or whatever, that is what they think of because that's their uh, point of reference. And so I think that's still going on where people are like, they just use all these words interchangeably because it's whatever they think of as fighting stuff, you know? Um, And that's why you see, you know, people like, oh, kicking and wrestling and uh, whatever we do in Aikido, that they're all equal. Right, right. You yeah. know, when yeah. clearly they're not all equal. They're just different things, you know? You know? Like, right. Well, right, equal in... in uh, yeah, they're all fighting stuff. Right. I mean, you know, um, and, and, you know, obviously, depending on the situation you're in, some things are, you know, if you're on the ground, punching ain't going to help you. Right. If you're, you know... Uh, they just think if, about it as like so, a, a big a big stew of potatoes and carrots and all those things are all just in there. Right. You know, they don't like they don't think about the relationship that those things have to each right. other. You know, it's just like, well, you do some punches and you do some kicks and whatever you're good, you're best at, then that's what you would do. Yeah. But there's no thought put into it. It's all like, equal. And, right. And, and, right. And if, you, if ways, you fight with a knife or if you're a wrestler or right. if you fight with a gun, well, you're all basically the same kind of dude. I mean, I think, I mean, that's the kind of. And in some ways, I mean, I think that if, if that really was the case and that everything was in there uh, and people were actually looking at everything, then that would be one thing, right? So right, if it's all right, just right. there and we treat it the same, we would be like, well, I definitely need to know uh, boxing. I need to know ground grappling. I need to know Aikido stuff. I need to know, like you would, right, need, right. You would realize that you need to know, have bits of everything. But what ends up happening is, it's all in one thing, and then they want to pull out the thing that's the ultimate, right? even though it doesn't exist. And that even, I think, is with Aikido, where people are like, it's the best of all of these. I mean, it's like looking at your stew and going, "Is are potatoes better than carrots? Yeah. Better better for what? Right. For what? I mean, you, flavor? You do uh, have your favorite part of the stew. You know? Do you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking from a man of his belly. Like, you know what I do? Have? I, I prefer do those potatoes the, over them the carrots. The meat is... Uh... Um, yeah, and and it's it's just it, it's really complex. And and personally, what I believe is Yuishiba had an insight as to what was going on with all this stuff, and he went in a different route than other people. And that other route is still really hard to recognize today because it's different, and so it's hard to recognize things that are different. I.e., what I'm saying is, I think Yuishiba realized that like. Mm, we can deal with conflict without actually having to fight. And I think that's an interesting way to look at right. it. You know, it's an interesting thing. And I mean, that's the tip I believe. And, and that's the tip I'm training. Now, in truth, if, you know, uh, someone came back with some film footage of Yuishiba and he's sitting in front of the camera and, you know, he says the year and his name and everything. And he says, you know what I believe? I believe fighting's the best thing ever and that nothing should be without fighting. And it's all about fighting. Even if that came out, I wouldn't care. Because to me, what is an interesting avenue to explore at this time is, can I deal with conflict without having to fight? And what are the advantages and disadvantages of that? So even if I found out that Yuishiba was totally against this, to me, Aikido, as I understood it, the zeitgeist of Aikido, if you will, has led me to this understanding. And I think that was the understanding he had. But if I was proven that he didn't, I wouldn't care. And I I would agree, like, oh, yeah, he didn't have anything to do with that. But I think this is interesting. At some point along the way, somebody did believe that because that's how it became the zeitgeist. And that's how it became the thing that got 
continue down and still to this day if you ask people what i you know aikido is about well that's the thing that uses the other person's force against them it's not about fighting and yeah um and even if this was a brand new idea that that you were the first person to have ever had this idea ever yes, or within which I'm clearly Aikido, not, but yes. which I don't think you are. I mean, I think that the the like as we've talked about, it's been around. I think it's you, the norm, right? Even if you this was a brand new idea to you, um, that doesn't make it that doesn't invalidate it. You know, you're exploring an interesting avenue and maybe the name would be something different because people would say, well, that's not Aikido and then whatever. But what you would be doing wouldn't be invalid because it was new or different or a different interpretation. It would just be, okay, well, you got some ideas from Aikido, but you have a new way you're going and it would be called Hind system of whatever. Right. I really don't think that's the case. I think it is Aikido and I, I, there's lots of ways and, that show and, that. And but. I think there's a reason why you can always validly argue that because it's like it came from Aikido. So, and right. you know, people who argue that like Aikido is just Daito to you, I mean, I don't believe that at all, but you, I see the argument because right. it's like, well, Aikido came in large from Daitori. So I see how you could say that, you know, like it's clearly not because if you look at the two syllabuses, they're very different, but, um, you know, I see how you could say that. And so it's like, you really can have it either way if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, what the most important thing is, is ask yourself, why did I enter this art? What was the original idea I had? And then why do I still want to practice it? Right. And I think too, like, with any discussion you have to go well what what is important to you you know like like in terms of comparing daitoryu and aikido you know if um you know different techniques makes the system different then if aikido doesn't really have many different techniques from daitoryu then maybe they are the same if that is your criteria for what makes a system different you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. um but if your idea of a system is not just that it's a collection of random techniques but that there's an overarching idea that connects those techniques Mm -hmm. and that there's a goal you're working towards with that system then clearly aikido is different from daitoryu um and and we can talk about all these different writings from different teachers as to they're talking about something different you know ueshiba and all his a lot of his students Mm -hmm. and so like it just it depends what is important to you, you know? I don't know, there's things that I, I, I see online that people say about, you know, oh, Aikido is this, or um, Aikido is that. And I want to go, no, it's not, that's not true. And then I have to step back and go, but maybe they're they're evaluating it from a different perspective. And so I, I don't necessarily think that they're wrong if they're looking at it from this, you know, this criteria rather than my criteria, right, right, you know? Right. And so it's like, well, we've got to go, what criteria is important to us? I mean, we all got to talk about it to me, you know, if it like, see, there's a lot of stuff going on with Aikido with people being like, uh, like someone today was talking about Aiki grappling or something, you know, and and, or Aiki boxing or Aiki whatever, right? If everyone agreed, you know, like if in the next like three years, everyone in Aikido agrees that like, oh, Aikido is a grappling art, then, and you know, the the consensus is 80, 90% of people agree. I would probably just call what I do something different because it's not a grappling art. You know what I mean? And I don't think Aikido was ever meant to be a grappling art. And I think that's evidenced in what we have but but anyways that's aside i would just go well apparently no one calls it that anymore so it's stupid for me to keep calling it and then people come to my school and they don't recognize what the fuck i'm doing because it's not what anyone else does Mm -hmm. yeah uh have you have we seen that before where uh we've seen an art really take a, a a turn like that so that it has become something that might not even be necessarily recognizable from I mean, I think I think this is exactly what happened with jujitsu. Um, so, 
jujitsu, you know, three big words you would use for, for this kind of stuff back in the day were jujitsu, yuara, and kumiuchi. And all these, these three words basically describe the same thing, which was battlefield, close quarters, grappling over small arms. I mean, that's what it was. So, you, so when someone said any of those three words, but we'll just say jujitsu for now, anyone said jujitsu, we all knew what we were talking about. Like, oh, if someone rushes me and they're trying to get me and we're grappling close quarters over our weapons, this is the stuff that we do. That got taken during the time period that I was talking about when like, you know, leisure time was coming in and this idea of self-defense and bravado fighting and all this shit was happening. And jujitsu got turned into this um, bravado fighting, sporty kind of thing. Um, and then that- sans, sans weapon. Yeah, sans weapon, right? And so, and then that got brought over here. And now, you know, when people say the word jujitsu, they're talking mostly not about Japanese jujitsu at all. They're talking about a Brazilianized version of unarmed jujitsu for sport. Right. And that's why- bravado fighting. People would have- would say Japanese, I Japanese jujitsu, or they would make a qualifier. We so, had to start doing that right. now. Japanese jujitsu. So you and could, even when people say Japanese jujitsu, that's also a big turn from what right, it was. Right. But, but so if something like that, you you could be like, well, I'm doing some other kind of aikido. I'm doing aikido pre the change. Yeah, people yeah. like, I mean, you see stuff like people calling their art aikibudo. You know, you see that, and whenever or, I see uh, it, I. Daitoryu Aiki Jujitsu or like... Well, when you see Daitoryu, then hopefully they're teaching Daitoryu. But when you say Mm -hmm. Aikibudo, Mm -hmm. there's no TM on that, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we could say tomorrow that we're an Aikibudo school. When I see someone's calling their thing Aikibudo, I go, oh, you're doing some hybridized thing that's your thing, you know? And so Mm -hmm. that's, that's what's happening is like they're separating themselves from you know, whatever else is going on, right? Right. If you say daito to you, that's TM. You should right. be doing daito to you. If, if <laughs> right. you're not doing trademark, daito trademark. to you, yeah. then um, then you're you're lying. You so know? Yeah. is there is there a TM on, on Aikido? No. And lots of people have been trying to claim that for years, but there is no TM on yeah. Aikido right now. Um, and I think the closest we have to the TM on Aikido is the Aikikai's work. I think that's the closest to TM. And the reason I, there's many reasons I say that. One is that's the the family of the Yoshibas. They right. still own that lineage. So it's like coming straight from the, the, the roots, that's where it is, you know. And the head of the organization is is uh, the grandson of the founder. So like, boom, that's a good reason to TM that sucker. Another good reason to TM that is they've, had so much good press and their thoughts on Aikido has got pushed out so much that it's like most people really think in line with what the Aikikai says Aikido is. But there are also other huge lineages who have very different ideas about what Aikido is and they could TM it arguably also, you know. Um, Saito Sensei is one of those people, had a longest, longest continuous training with Yoshiba, um, was his Uchideshi and is, you know, just trained with him all the time. And it's like, boy, he's got a good reason to put TM on that, you know, Shiota, Tamiki. So all these big guys, there's a good reason they could put TM on that, you know? So <clears throat> where might Aikido be going in the future? Because we're to what we're talking about right now is there are some, um, should we say, uh, like large branches of the stream, if we're calling it like the river of Aikido, you know, there's like lots of branches that are starting to really um, branch off into their own direction and not rejoin with the, the general river of Aikido. Um, is it, do you see those those tributaries all meeting back together and going, we all need to decide what Aikido is together because we're sharing this name? 
or do you see it that would going be awesome that would be awesome um or or do you guys see it more that like each river each tributary is going to start breaking off further and further and, and, and eventually becoming a, a separate system or a separate you know what i mean under a separate name because it is just so different from the other branches it, if so right now i think it's like a shotgun like i think um aikido's a shotgun so you know you, you look at all these people who are trying to do aikido off boxing stuff and then there's a bunch of aikido people who are trying to do aikido for brazilian jiu-jitsu stuff and there's people who are trying to do all kinds of stuffs going on right now and so if this persists long enough i don't think you will get solid schools of aikido what i think you'll have is a confused public who doesn't know what the word Aikido means, which, uh -huh. I mean, is already true, but will be so much that it don't know what it means that they don't even, they've never even heard of it yeah. or, you know, like. Yeah. And so um, it will just be something you can call it that makes no it'll sense It'll end to up anyone. like karate. Yeah. I mean, you just know, kind of a, a mush like... of stuff. But even karate, right? Like, so, like, if you look at that, at least we know we're going to be doing, like, kicks and punches and we're going to be wearing this kind of uniforms. We're going to do these basic katas. So and... you say that. What do you think about, had you ever thought about, like, karate? Like, I'm, what do you think about? Because, see, I think you grew up in a time, and are still a little, and as am I, like, uh, like I know I, I know what karate is. I think there's a lot of people that you go karate, and they're like, okay. Yeah, it's just everything. It's just kick punching or whatever. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's about. Which is MMA. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is, now is a whole different thing. Right. So, right. you know, I think karate to, like, Eh, maybe you're right. I don't know. But but anyway, anyway that's what that's yeah, what I think yeah, will happen. Yeah. It'll just be And um and then I think it will just kinda go like yeah. that. You know, I mean I just don't think there'll be anything too. Now what I hope will happen is um people who are really interested in grappling will realize there are arts that have been around for a long time that are dedicated to grappling. And if you want to learn it, learn it and be good at that. And there is our striking arts, unarmed striking arts that have been around a long time and they're good at it. So go do that. And like if you want to do those things, just learn those systems. And then whether you want to leave Aikido or not, like then let's talk about what's different about Aikido than those systems. So, and I think right now it's just like, well, those things work and Aikido doesn't work, whatever TM or not TM, but you know, quotes on work. Um, and so we want to learn how to make it work. So we got to study those things. But I think what's going to happen, well, I know what will happen because I did this. You're going to go, well, if I keep going on that route, I'm not going to be doing any Aikido more. I'm just going to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Or if I go on that route, I'm, I'm just going to be doing Muay Thai. You know, like, so that's that route just leads to a different thing. And then we'll all stop and go collectively, you know, like, hey, guys, what do you think it is? And I'm open to really listening. Let's you know? come back. Yeah. Come back to the thing that we set aside right. all those years ago. Right, right. So you're kind of hoping that like the people that are that find that they're actually interested in something else or something that Aikido really can't provide for them will filter out into what they're actually interested in. And then it will leave a more concentrated group of people that are interested in learning and discovering Aikido and what it's good for. And, right, and, right. And why and, it's different than those and other things. And returning to the, the things that we all say about it. Because yes. there, there's there got to be reasons as to why we all say the things that we say about Aikido. Yes. And that's that, we've talked about this before, that's the zeitgeist. That's the current feeling of right. Aikido. And so it's like, okay, what is this? What are we doing currently? How can we um, be better at doing what we're already doing? Right. How can but we talk better about it? I feel it? like that'll take... Uh, people really like having to humble themselves a little bit and give up give up the fact that they 
do Aikido until they can come back to it. Uh, you know, because it feels like if I'm doing Aikido and I want to be in a school and I like, I'm not going to, I'm not, if I'm an instructor, like I'm not necessarily going to give that up easy just to go do this other thing because, right. you know, I, I still want to do Aikido, you know, so it's like I, there, there's going to have to be a, like a day of reckoning for a lot if, of people. If you know? they're honest with themselves. So, you know, like if you're an Aikido instructor and you're like, okay, well, I need to know a little bit about grappling. And, and you start to pursue it and you go, okay, well, this grappling seems to work better. And so you dedicate yourself more and more to studying that grappling system because it, quote, works. Then you will start realizing that it's like, well, then I don't need any of the Aikido stuff anymore because they're, they're just non-compatible, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, it, so it's like I think that will naturally happen. What I think will have to happen in order for what I believe would be an idyllic uh, path for Aikido would be a couple polarizing people. We'll have to get together who are willing to work together, right? So it could be done with one really awesome polarizing character, but I think a few polarizing characters. And then they'll fight and whoever wins. No, I mean, but, but, but I really think they'll go like, hey, I think it's this and I think, and, and those people will work together and, and kind of comb it out and, and straighten it up. And like a, like a panel of jurors or like, um. I don't know, like a convention of a meeting of minds, of Aikido minds, right. like actually trying to get to the bottom of it. Right. Rather than and just and talking. that's exactly it. Like, it, like they have to want to get to the bottom of it instead of just going like, I'm the toughest. No, I'm the toughest. And unfortunately, Aikido has a long lineage of people going like, I'm the best. No, right, I'm right. the best. No, I'm the best. And because of that, that's why where we are now, you know. And and what you see a lot, and I don't mean to put down like high profile Aikido people in general, but it's like it seems like when they do meet – um, it's under this guise of like friendship, right? Um, but but it's all very like, um, I see what you're doing and I respect what you're doing and I'm going to do what I'm doing. And we're all just doing what we're doing in vicinity of each other. Right. We're all at this seminar together, but we're all just doing what we're all just doing. Yes. And that doesn't, um, although it does promote people being together and in some friendship of sorts, there's no, um, no improvement or like... Um, like work being done there's right. no growth for, yeah, right. growth right. happening right. Right. you know right. and 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 like growth hurts a little bit and so oh, yeah. it's 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 there's got to be an a, a ability to be vulnerable for those individual teachers who are the guiding lights of aikido right, right now um but also like an ability to be to say what are you doing let me actually learn what you're up to and let's challenge each other and talk about our ideas and prevent and present our ideas to each other in the order to have that vulnerability you have to be 100% confident in what you're teaching but at the same time not be attached to it so you have to go like i believe and i can defend why i believe these things but at the same time if you if present you a better argument better, yeah. i'm willing to yeah. to really entertain that and impossibly take that on as my own practice and so i honestly believe that i mean this is quite a ways down and maybe this generation like my generation of aikido teachers we're not going to do it because everyone has to be secure enough in their own system and i don't think we are i mean i don't think there are i honestly do not believe there are 10 aikido instructors in the world that are totally comfortable with what they're teaching and want to go forward and work more on Aikido. Mm -hmm. So they might be totally comfortable with what they're teaching, but they're stagnated with that, meaning that like, well, I'm not talking to yeah, anyone else about it because yeah. fuck those guys. I'm happy with I'm what I'm doing. I'm where I need to be. And, right. Yeah. Or you get people who are totally uncomfortable. So it's like, yeah, I want to learn what they're doing so I can take it and be good at it. Right, right. You know, like, but but that's not, you know, that's not how we get there. So we have to have this, what am I saying? The vulnerability is exactly right. But that's going to come from a place of being strong first. And I don't think this generation, my generation, is there right now, you know? Yeah. There's just it's too much. It's all on you, Maya. Yeah. It's all on yeah. you. Um, 
there's just a sense of competitiveness that doesn't need to be there. You know what I mean? Like maybe it does. I mean, but it needs to be open-hearted competitiveness. So, right. Good-natured competitiveness. Right. Right. It, it's just everybody's too stuck on their own shit. You know, and, and I'm stuck on my own shit too. So uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a. That's why I'm saying like people need to. It's going to take people getting humbled. You know, people. Yeah. And so it might take uh, the thing disappearing completely, so that people are like, well. You know, out of jobs or whatever before they we can finally go. Oh, yeah, come back it'll just come it. down to the virtue of a, no one practices but one school, and right. so then that school gets called. Right. They're like, the yeah. only one left, so they get to do it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do this thing that no one's ever heard about, there's one. I think, yeah, I mean, just like we were talking about with the history of Aikido and just history in general, shit's messy, yeah, and shit's still messy, and so like. The only way we're, it's going to get less messy is if we all make an right. active effort to clean it up a little bit. And what we I don't mean clean it up as in like, um, you know, stop people from saying their ideas or, you know, uh, like stagnating or whatever. But like talking to each other and, right. and ironing out some details. Well, I have to say, you know, as much as we're like, oh, you know, no one, no, it's just going to sort of disappear. Um I also sort of don't think that's going to happen. And this podcast is a good example. Uh, or, you know, videos that we'll put up and, like, people will respond to. Like, there is something about this thing that is attractive to people beyond whatever. You know, so whether or not there will be people that are doing it in exactly the same way, the idea I don't think will go away. You know, because right. it's so, it's such it's a... an awesome idea. The promise is so, like, great. I mean, it's just so, like, you know, and the fact that there are however many people listening to this podcast about this weird art that no one, you <laughs> yeah. know... Yeah, yeah, totally. This is not an MMA podcast. This is not a right. Brazilian... Right. It's, um, and, I mean, I, I feel like that, most of the characters... something. Most of the characters in Aikido who are out there, like, saying stuff and, and rallying people aren't the people who are pushing those ideas of what it is that's interesting and different about the art, which is like, hey, we're not going to fight people. That's wild. Let's figure that out. Instead, they're all saying like, here's the best way to fight people. And if you quit being an Aikido wuss, you'll fight people like this. Yeah. That's my own perspective. I think, I I don't know. I think it is not so bleak. I think there are a lot of people doing good work right now, and it's going to take some time for people to, to work on these problems. But hopefully we'll come to a point where um, there will be an openness of like a vulnerability. That. That's what I'm hoping um, for. To for people to 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 learn from each other and to challenge each other in a friendly way and 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 help each other grow the art because it's our it's our job. It's not it's not Ueshiba's anymore. It's it's all of ours. You know. Oh, yeah. We are at 54 minutes. Whoa! Um, anyway, if we that let it go, long. we're just going to keep going on forever. I was going <laughs> to say we could. I had a. More to say. No, I didn't. <laughs> There's um, always something else to so, say. So uh, Maya's going to look at our patrons. But uh, also, we're going to do a Zoom meeting this week. Um, uh, we actually, winning it, going into this podcast, yeah. don't know what the day of that is. Um, but um, Or the time. Yeah. But very soon. We'll do a Zoom meeting. Yeah. We're going to post the link on um, Facebook and on our patron um, page. So you can find the link on there. We'll tell you the day. We'll try and tell you a couple of days in advance. Um, and it's just hard right now because lots of weird things going on with schedules and like still not settled in with all this 
um, quarantining, sheltering place stuff going on. So I would think either a Saturday or a Sunday, just because yeah. it, there might be people who are still working that are that is you know, correct. Yeah, I'm not having time. So, yeah, so uh, maybe we'll do like a Saturday night or something. Yeah. So so just. Um, if you are at all interested in... If you're not going out to the bar on Saturday night, you can... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully wah, no one's wah, doing that wah. right now. Um, yeah, so... so you live in Florida, maybe. If you're at all yeah. interested in, in talking with us or just like meeting up and, you know, talking, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to um, do some talking about Aikido. Um, in a more of a kind of discussion setting, question and answer kind of setting, um, then... This is probably... This was probably a great podcast right before that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, then go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Uh, we're Aikido Discussed on Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook, um, there's also Patreon. Um, and our Patreon account, you can see the posts. It's, the it's not posts. hidden yet, so yeah. they're, they're public for You everybody. don't have to have an account to even look nope, at it. No, you can look at it. Totally just look at it. Our Patreon link is in um, is on our SoundCloud. There's a link there. You can just look us up on Patreon, Aikido colon Discussed. Um, and so those are two places where you can and find that. And if for some reason Zoom you can't link. look at either of those things, uh, just shoot us, yeah, a, a, us a, message. a message or whatever. Yeah, um, because we, we want to do that and, and it'd be fun to talk to you guys and actually you have got, some You got them people, bring them up. Yeah, yes, I have these people. These are the people we're looking out for. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, especially you guys on our Patreon list. Yes, for um, sure. Thank you, we'd love to. We'd love to talk to you yeah. because you're, you know, our, our uh, awesomest um, people. Awesome. You're our awesomest people oh. because you um, support us and make it possible for us to keep doing this podcast. Um, so thank you so much to Barrett Lippy, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Brian Crowley, Brooke Ferragamo, Christopher Aceto, Constantinos Andrew, Dave Dewberry, Flora Hanowick, Francis Cordone, Franz Martinson, Grant Templin, Hillary Jones, Jim Gallant, Jim Sullivan, Lenny Acuna, Lisa Klein, Marcin Chiss, Matt Mumford, Matt Riley, Michael Heed, Okan Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Scott Burns, Sension Center, Sharon Okada, The Hatchet Man, Tom Thomas Polino, Tommy Siv, and Yuli Simgu. All right. Man, that's, that's awesome. A long, Thank you guys long so list. much. Um, yeah. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. All Tip. right, Maya. Here you go. <laughs> Aside from come to our Zoom meeting and talk with us. That's a good tip. Um, that's a very good tip. Um, think about where you get your idea of Aikido from. And that can be multiple places, you know? So if you think it's um, your idea of Aikido has been developed from a book you read about Aikido, you know, whether that's Aikido in the dynamic sphere or um, art of peace or something, um, where does like your view of what Aikido is? Is it from your teacher? Is it from something your neighbor told you and that still sticks with you? Like where, where does that come from? Um, and then, and then think on that, um, and, and just think about, does that match with what you're actually studying? Does Has that changed over the years? Um, does that match what other people say about Aikido? You know what I mean? Just just use that so you have that um, that knowledge of where your beliefs come from. Um, and that can lead you to a lot of interesting conclusions or conversations or, or even questioning yourself. Does that um, make sense? Yeah, no. I, yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Until yeah, next week. Stay safe. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.